All right, everyone. It is Wednesday, October 12th. This is Pat Finn, and I am recording here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Really excited for this weekend. Really excited for this interview. Before the season started, we looked at the schedule and we said, hey, who can we bring on from the other fan bases that would love to come on and do a little preview for the opposition? And Danny Boy Kane, internet famous Danny Boy Kane, Miami Hurricanes legend Danny Boy Kane stuck out. I've seen this guy on Twitter for years. I've seen his stuff on YouTube. I know about the the bear rumors, the swine flu rumors, and I know how much this guy absolutely loves Miami Hurricanes football. He's been following them for almost 40 years. So Danny Boy Kane is joining the show, and we are very fired up. He just went on the Dave Portnoy show last night, so it's going to be a tough act to follow, but uh, that's going to be exciting. Now, before we get into it, a couple of quick things couple house uh, housekeeping things. As you all know, we are brought to you by our friends at the Main Street Pharmacy, where Dr. Lord Jeremy Counts will greet you with a smile. He will fill your prescription. He will take care of you because at the Main Street Pharmacy, you are not a number. You are a neighbor. You can see Jeremy on game day uh, doing JMO shots over at Hokie House. Go say hello and uh Tell him the sun sent you when you see him at Hokie House, when you see him at uh, at the Main Street Pharmacy. A couple of things here. Um, Nitlo, that's with a K, Nitlo with a K. We are doing a T-shirt collaboration with our friends at Nitlo. Really excited for this collaboration. Center Street Athletics T-shirts. We're going to have maroon ones. We're going to have gray ones. And uh, we're going to be looking to sell them out of some Blacksburg establishments, but uh, we can also get them online check out social media over the next few days for the nitlo collaboration that we are doing if you're a virginia tech Hokie and you have a product you're an entrepreneur you want to collaborate with the sons of saturday that's exactly what we did here with nitlo uh please reach out to us we are more than happy to put our heads together and uh and make things work want to also give a shout out to our friends at the university club We will be doing a post-Miami podcast at the University Club on Sunday. Excited to check it out. They got unbelievable brunch on Sunday. Shout out to the brunch pail lunch or uh, the brunch specialty there. If you use code SOSVT to join the University Club, so essentially tell them the sun sent you uh, in your membership of the University Club, that coupon code will be good for Chef's Table Lunch included for free of charge for your first month of university club membership. Uh, That's no cash value. Uh, Please reach out to Sons of Saturday or the university club if you have any questions. And lastly, if you are going to the NC State game, come tailgate with us. We are doing uh, the Virginia Tech Alumni Association tailgate. We will be tailgating uh, in the lot next to the stadium, right next to the Uh, the hockey slash basketball arena in Raleigh tickets are $30. They include a buffet. They include drink tickets as well. It gets started up at three 30. So if you know, if you don't want to have to worry about, Hey, can we get our, you know, can we pay X amount of money for a parking pass close to the stadium? I want to set up my own tailgate. 
and we got to go to Kroger and get everything. Now, throw that out the window. Come to the uh, Virginia Tech Alumni Association tailgate. We will be there having fun, giving out koozies, maybe creating some content. I don't know, uh, before our showdown with the Wolfpack. All right, let's get into this interview. Danny Boy Kane, we will talk to you in a few. everyone it's wednesday night 7 39 eastern time here we are kicking off an interview with a miami hurricanes internet legend daniel rivera aka danny boyne kane uh, excited for saturday danny welcome to the sons of saturday thank how's you. it going good, e- good evening good evening guys welcome thank you for coming thank you for having me oh absolutely danny Tell us a little bit about yourself. Virginia Tech Twitter, Virginia Tech Hokie Nation. What what should we know about Danny Boy Kane here? What we should know about Daniel Danny Boy Kane is a loyal Kane fan since 1980. A diehard Kane's fan, seen all the great teams, uh, all all the great all the great team all the great teams we had, all the championships we've had. Um, you know, simply a diehard Kane till the day I die. It's the way it is. There you go. And and Danny, I listened this morning, but you went on the Dave Portnoy show yesterday. I did. I mean, that's been a 10-year run in the making there. He's wanted me. Dave Portnoy has wanted me for a very long time. And I, after 10, I thought about it. I really thought about it, slept on it the night before. And I decided after much deliberation with myself to go through with it. Finally, finally let's get it done. There, yeah, I, I love it. Is your is your phone charged? And yes, uh, the- <laughs> I, I, you, you could just for the record, I am. My phone is charging as I'm talking to you. There we go. That's awesome. You know, the Portnoy show. I know that that's bright lights and and high stakes. How do you think your uh, your your performance was over there with Dave? I don't know. I think I did okay. I think I did okay. I mean, yeah, it could have been better. Let's put it that way. You did a good job, Danny. I think it was well. (laughs) Well, um, we're fired up about this this chat here. Um, And before we jump into a little bit of Hokie history, we got to pay the bills, Danny. Yes, you do. Brought to you by our friends over at CMG Leasing in Blacksburg. Today, we're going to talk to you guys about Cedar Point Apartments. They got studios and two-bedroom apartments uh, for uh, lease up over the next year. They are fully furnished. So all you got to do is bring in your TV, you know, hit up Best Buy or Target, get your TV, plug it in. Everything else is covered. They got internet, they got water and trash included in the rent as well. Plenty of amenities, whether it's the fitness center, bike storage, and a pet-friendly community dog park. And of course, the community pool on the sun deck. Uh, Mention Sons of Saturday at Cedar Point and take a tour of the Cedar Point property. And they will give you a $15 Sharky's gift card. I know that when I was in college, a $15 Sharky's gift card would have meant a lot for me. If you are the parent or the uncle or the cousin of a college student, tell them about Cedar Point. Tell them about the Sharky's promo we got going on. 
and check out the ticket giveaway on our Instagram page as well, giving up eight tickets to the Miami game on Saturday. All right, so Danny, Saturday's game, 1230 on the regional sports networks. You know, a fall from grace here. Uh, normally we're expecting Virginia Tech and Miami to be on ABC at 3.30 or, or 7 o'clock or, you know, what have you. Um, but Saturday is the 40th meeting, and Miami leads the series 24 to 15. And the Hokies and the Hurricanes have had, you know, a fair share of a balance over the past, over the, over the, uh, the time in the ACC. They've split the last 16 games down the middle since ACC expansion in 2004. But, you know, Danny, you mentioned you're, you've been a fan of Miami since the 80s. You've seen the Big East rivalry of the 1990s between Tech and Miami, and you've seen, you know, the early 2000s as well. What was your perception of Virginia Tech back then, and how has it changed, you know, to today? Virginia Tech, you know the deal. Frank Beamer, Bud Foster. Special teams, defense, running the football. That's been the Virginia Tech MO. You know what you knew what you were getting with when you saw when you when we faced tech. The lunch pail mentality. You knew you knew what you were getting. You were getting a tough defense. You were getting a physical running team that could pound the football. But of course, the MO of, of, of Virginia Tech was special teams, especially the block punts, or as people will call it. Beamer ball. You're darn right. And now, now today in 2022, today, how has that changed for you? It's changed. I mean, the last coach, Justin Fuente, I mean, I mean, from what I, what I understand you guys up there, I mean, you guys, I mean, he, he really alienated that fan base up there from what I understand. I mean, I mean yes, there was some good moments, but, but really a lot of bad with, 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 with Fuente. I mean, he alienated a lot of fan base. I mean, Brent Pry now. I mean, he's trying to bring back the legacy of Tech. I mean, what if I'm not mistaken? Wasn't he a grad assistant under Beamer? He sure was. Yeah, he was under Coach Foster. Um, I believe it was like '95 and '97. So he he played a part in some of those epic Miami Tech games in the '90s. Yes, I mean, you look about. I mean, Brent Pry's the right guy. I think he'll bring you guys back, just like what we have here with Mario Cristobal. Who was an offensive lineman in, in in the late '80s, early in the early '90s? I mean, he wants to bring the, the legacy of winning back to the University of Miami, and that's something I think he will do, given time. The same I think with Brent Pry and Virginia Tech. You know that's exactly right, and I think we can align on that. And I know it's going to be different. You guys have you guys have some NIL opportunities that we might not have in Virginia Tech, whereas we're you know we're purely trying to trying to build on the state of Virginia and culture and guys who want to be at Virginia tech. But regardless, we have the same sentiment as we could see what this program can be, you know, now let's go out and do it and uh, get back to the top of the mountain here. So Danny, this might be brutal for you, but I'm going to run down some of my favorite Virginia tech wins okay. over the course of this series. Please do. Don't worry though. I'm going to give you a chance to talk about your favorite Miami okay. wins. Fair, from the fair, series, fair, right? fair. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start in 1995. Mm-hmm. This is Tech's first ever win over Miami in the Big East. J.C. Price, who is our now defensive line coach, he had four sacks that game, and he had 11 tackles that game. And Tech 
used that game as a winning streak, won 10 straight, and won the Sugar Bowl over Texas. So we always remember that 95 game. I'm going to fast forward to 2003. Miami comes into town having like a 30-40 game, uh, you know, undefeated regular season streak. And Brock Berlin throws a few picks. D'Angelo Hall strips Roscoe Parrish. And Tech wins 31-7. 2004, Tech wins the ACC championship uh, de facto on a Brian Randall pass to Eddie Royal down in the Orange Bowl. Tech wins 16-10. to Miami only had two first downs on offense the entire day uh, down in, in uh, the Orange Bowl. 2009. 31 to 7 victory for Virginia Tech over Jacory Heisman in the pouring down rain with a blocked punt with a defensive touchdown. 2011, fourth down and Logan. Logan Thomas takes a fourth and one QB keeper right up the middle. This was a, a quarterback battle. Stephen Morris was the quarterback for Miami at the time. And then uh, the last play of the game. Uh, we press pause. Enter Sandman comes on, and Al Golden is sitting there living a nightmare as Enter Sandman players before the uh, the final play of the game. And Mike Patrick from ESPN had a fantastic call of that uh, event. And I got two more for you. 2016, Thursday Night Football in Lane Stadium, the Brad Kaya sack fest where Tech sacked him eight times on the way to victory. And 2019 is the... <laughs> which pains me to say, Danny, the hello Hendon hooker game and Dalton Keene uh, with three receiving touchdowns. So those that that's my fun here. I know it's been tough 2020 and 2021 against the hurricanes, but Danny, I'm going to turn it over to you. What are some of your highlights and favorites from this series? Gotta say 2000. I mean, the year before, I mean, people, you started, if, if there was any doubt, Miami was going to be back as a national power. After Florida State, Virginia Tech, the Virginia Tech game erased all doubts, even though Michael Vick was hurt. I remember 2005. Mm. <laughs> the 2005 game. Everyone, I remember game day that morning. You remember game day was in town that weekend? Yep. Three versus game, five. Get to us, and everyone said Virginia Tech, and I heard Herbie himself say these exact words to that extent Virginia Tech would not lose the rest of the way. And everyone thought they were going to go maybe to the national championship game as, the, as number two. That turned out not to be the case. I, don't, I, could, uh, I want to say the next one would be 2001, um, the, the last game of the season, the play yeah. where, you know, there was like the, they had the, the Virginia Tech closest the gap, but then the Ed, Ed Reed was the one that saved the day for the University of Miami that night. Um, yeah, we had that. We had the block punt for a touchdown, and then we had the dropped two point conversion. Yeah, that was the two. That was two thousand one, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. The high scoring fifty six forty five game to end the season. I think that was a, that was a game to end the regular season. I believe I could be wrong on that, but that yeah, was a, December. That was a high, yeah, high scoring game at the Orange Bowl. High, well, probably the, maybe the highest scoring game of this series, and. You know, I mean, I, those are the games that stand out to me, to be quite honest. You pick some good ones. You know, for me, um, if I were to add to your list, Danny, I would say 2017. 
it was the uh, the 2017 game. I went down to Coral Gables, and that was a that was a big time Virginia Tech Miami game, and that was right after Miami had rolled Notre Dame. I, I yes. think the week. Five. No, no, no. We no, yeah, the week. No, that, no, we beat Notre Dame the next week. Okay, so, so it was the week before. And that was uh, that was the week before. That was the year that uh, that pit happened at the end of the season, right? Yeah, that that was the pit game at the end of the year. We lost the final three games. Um, it's been it's been it's been one of those, you know. It's been one of those. Um, and it's going to be sad after Saturday because we won't see Virginia Tech for a while on a yearly basis. You know, that was my next question. So, with the new scheduling format. Miami gets Boston College and Florida State and Louisville as the rotation. Uh, you know, every year Miami will see the, those three teams instead of seeing, you know, the typical coastal format. Virginia Tech is going to play Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, and UVA. Uh, I mean, BC, Florida State, and Louisville, I'm sure you only really want the Florida State game. Am I right? Yeah, I would say Florida State. I throw in BC because it's a big alumni base up in the Northeast. But I was pretty surprised with Louisville. Honestly, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought I thought we would have kept you guys as that third team. I was going to say too. You know, it, it it seemed that Tech was destined to keep the Miami game and keep the UVA game, and you know, I, I understand the Pittsburgh because we get the Big East, but um, you know, for Miami to get Louisville and for us to get Wake Forest, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand what what the goal is for the conference, but. You know, at the end of the day, maybe the ACC is Tech Miami is more of a, a Big East rivalry of the past, and you know the showdowns haven't been as electric. And no, in the it has, it's been very tough in recent years. Very tough, very tough the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So, so Danny, have you been up to Lane Stadium? Have you been to any? Uh, I I have not. I have not been up to Blacksburg. I understand that's quite an experience. It is quite an experience. It's, it's going to be different on Saturday. I don't think we've played Miami at at twelve thirty at home. Uh, at least in my, you know, adult life, um, or as far back as I can remember. But um, now, tell me, um, Billy Ray, who who is one of uh, one of the co-hosts of this show, he wanted to ask you this: uh, okay. if you could power rank the coastal, if you could power rank your level of hatred for teams in the coastal, who would you kind of consider your rivals? Uh, inside of the coastal, who is Miami's rivals outside of the coastal? We had this whole thing uh, for the Carolina game. You know, is the Carolina game a rivalry? Do they see us as a rivalry? But you know, from your perception, talk to us about the coastal division. Who you see as a rival? And, and biggest rivals got biggest rival for me has got to be Carolina. Hell, they've beaten us four straight years. And of course, Virginia Tech, the legendary, the Big East rivalry for many years. Um, another one, I, I would say those are the big two, in my opinion, Virginia, not so much, although Virginia's rebuilding as well with Tony Elliott there. But uh, if you have to talk rivalry, definitely Carolina one and Virginia, t- Virginia tech two. It's going to be sad when both, th- when we don't go both those teams anymore. I was going to say, you guys, you guys lost the Carolina game too. And I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's been tough because as much as we can get up and get excited for playing Pittsburgh or playing Wake Forest, um, and you guys, you know, the same for, for Louisville, or I, I don't even know if Boston College is that exciting. Too. It's a bummer that Tech, Miami, and Carolina won't be on a, uh, on a rotation. That's for sure. No, no, no. Um, all right, Danny. So 
Let's talk about the game a little bit. Let's sure. talk about your team a little bit. So Miami's two and three. Um, Virginia Tech's two and three. You guys had had Middle Tennessee State blunder. You had the A and M game, and then last week against Carolina. So we both have you know a, a loss to Carolina in our rear view. They're the only common opponent, but. You come into the season with high expectations, as Miami does most years, you know, with a, a firepowered head coach and a guy like Josh Gaddis uh, and a returning quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, who set the world on fire his freshman year. Would you say that Mario Cristobal is on schedule right now? Would you say, you know, that these blunders were forecasted or unforeseen? As a Miami fan, as passionate as you are, what are your thoughts right now, you know, five games into the year? I expected higher things. I expected to be at least four and one, at at worst four and one going in, or maybe five and zero. Oh. This didn't turn out that way. Uh, Mario Cristobal uh, said, "Hey, this is going to take longer than, than than longer than he thought. This was going to be a bigger rebuild than we thought." Okay, uh, listen, it's like a it's like a it's like a tree. You know, you put a seed in the tree, and you let you put good soil in there, and you let it flow, you let it grow. I think by the end of the season, you're going to see the fruits of Mario Cristobal's labor pay off with this team. That's the way I think I see it. Mm -hmm. Now, do you see, uh, would you say the Miami fan base is seeing eye to eye with that take? Are there some folks who are, you know, up in arms? I think think some are coming around to it, but though some of our fan base in Miami uh, are not happy with Josh Gaddis right now. I mean... Josh Gaddis has taken a lot of heat down here uh, for what he's done with the offense. That is not creative enough, you know. Yes, he's a Boyles Award winner, but some attempt by saying, but thinking in Michigan, he didn't call the offense. I think someone else did, and you can see. I can start to understand why people are criticizing Josh Gaddis and why Harbaugh canned him at Michigan because because of, of the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, let's talk about the offense a little bit. So you got Tyler Van Dyke as your quarterback. And he pretty much got benched in that Middle Tennessee State game. Is that what happened? Because I know that the uh, the backup, Jake Garcia, is, you know, he's he's played in three of the games. What's yes, the quarterback Jack, situation going into Saturday? Uh, Tyler Van Dyke's the starter. Uh, did very well last – did well last week. I mean, this team did not quit. This team came around. I mean, got better as the season went on. Um, felt we could do better. I think we'll get better as the season goes on. I mean, yes, it's a big rebuild. It's a big, a big uh, undertaking to rebuild this team. But I think we will get better as the season goes on. And Tyler Van Dyke will get better. Van Dyke, uh, 120 or 112 completions, 175 attempts. He's completing 64% of his passes. He's thrown for 1,300 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. You know, I, I think most ACC or most Power Five uh, teams would would look at that stat line and say, I, "I'd like that quarterback on my team." So I think uh, I, I think I think you're spot on with that. Um, okay. So the Canes. You guys uh, are averaging 32 points a game. That's good for 46. And then uh, you're giving up 21.8 points per game, which is good for 43rd. So very much, you know, a middle-of-the-road Power 5 team at this point. Um, yes. 
you know, who are some guys that we should we should be watching out for on the offensive side of the ball? From, I think uh, you got to look look at Henry Parrish, uh, Jalen Knighton, of course Van Dyke. Uh, also, you got to look at Frank Latz and the Trent, the Clemson train. All right, sorry about that. We lost, lost a little power there. But anyway, we're back. Uh, we're back. Uh, so you asked about the off. Also, Michael Redding the third. Oh, he's missed. I call him all reliable because he'll make he'll make the tough catch when you need to. Keyshawn Smith, our wide receivers, but our tight end. We lost the Royal to an ACL. This ACL is he's supposed to be. They have very high on him. Uh, Jaleel Skinner, who the coaches are very high on at tight end, um, and Will Mallory. I mean. We, we, I don't know what, well, which Will Mallory you're going to get. I mean, but he is he is a pretty solid solid tight end who can who's becoming Van who's Van Dyke's favorite target. Leading rusher is Henry Parrish. He's got uh, 378 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, 13 receptions, 93 yards, and two scores. So Henry Parrish is going to get the ball a lot. Yes, and you got guys on the outside. I mean, um, you know, you mentioned Michael Redding. You mentioned Keyshawn Smith, Ladson Jr. All of them are about at the 200-yard mark on the season for receiving yards. So there's a lot of guys that Tyler Van Dyke uh, is able to throw it to here. Will Mallory, that is a guy that, you know, I mean, he was he all ACC last year? I know, I know. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, uh, I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean when you say which Will Mallory is going to show up? Yeah, so well, well, uh, it's the one that's going to dro- the one that doesn't drop passes in big spots. That's what I mean by that. But he's the kind of guy that can get you the tough yards when you need it. But he's not a good blocker in the pa- pass in the passing game. I gotcha. Okay, and then um, as far as the offensive line, um, you know y- your assessment right now. If you're giving them a grade five games into the season uh, on the run block side and on the pass pro side, I got to give a I got to give maybe a B minus. Quite honestly. Reason being, yeah, the protection's good, but you can't. But you got, but you got to hold blocks a little longer. Uh, you know, you got to be consistent. And I feel we haven't done, we haven't played our best yet, but I think we will by season's end. Now, flipping over to the other side of the ball, uh, allowing 262 yards through the air, allowing 102 yards on the ground. So pretty, pretty solid rush D. Um, 364 yards total uh, on defense each game. I know some of the leading tacklers uh, you got on the defensive side of the ball, Corey Flagg, James Williams, uh, Cameron Kinchins. Who are some of the playmakers and stars uh, that we should be watching out for from uh, Miami on Saturday? How about Leonard Taylor in the middle on the defensive line? Uh, you have to look at maybe Harrison Hunt in the middle there. Uh Jafari, of course, Harvey on the outside. Um, like you said, William J- Agent Zero, James Williams is the kind of guy who many think some of our fans think should move the linebacker because he's not going to be a safety for too much longer. Um, Tariq Stevenson, the Georgia transfer. I mean, he's been up and down. DJ Ivy, our fans have torched DJ Ivy over and over again because he gives up big plays and. Some have said he needs to never be on the team again, from what I understand. I find that to be totally ridiculous, to be quite honest. 
Uh, Al Blades has really been a big player, especially on special teams. I mean, he, he he's a kind of guy. I know last week we had a, he had he had an opportunity to get the onside. Eventually, fortunately, he was out of bounds. But he's the kind of guy that can that can make a can make a big play for you on special teams when you need it. And key and on special teams, uh, Keyshawn Smith is a good is our, one of our better returners out there. So we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, you know. I, I think the defense, you know, we will get better as the season goes on. But I also forgot. Keep an eye on one, Keontra Smith. I mean, he's a very, he's a kind of guy that that's like a like a hit. He can hit you very, very hard. He's one of those hard hitters, back like a like a old school guy back in the game. Also, Gilbert Frye's in it at the star position. Somebody you want to watch there? You know, um, Danny, the defensive line. I know that Miami has had uh, had some star-studded defensive linemen uh, over the years, and some guys that you know I think of immediately right now. Quincy Roche was a guy that we wanted, to, you know, in the portal uh, a few years ago, and he ended up choosing Miami. And then obviously Gregory Rousseau, um, you know, super talented guy on the line as well. If you were to rate the defensive line, uh, you know, from from five game, games in so far. Uh, from getting pressure on the quarterback, from from disrupting the run game, how's the defensive line looking? Defensive line, I think, is by about a B minus. Also, I think we could be better. We could be better. Uh, we could be better there. Uh, we're getting to the quarterback. We got we, we got to May a couple times last week, uh, but ba- basically, we got to put more pressure on the. We got to put more pressure on, really, quite honestly. And the de- the secondary, when you have a chance to get an interception, you know, don't drop, don't make drops. Don't don't have to and don't get beat on the outside because that's been our, our weakness this year. We've got we've gotten beat on the outside. You know when we go out when they go out on the edge, that's been a weak that's been a weak spot of ours this year. And also tackling has been an issue at times. It's been an issue for several years, and hopefully we can get that rectified too. You know, Danny, it sounds like we have a lot of similarities here. Uh, you know, in our football teams, as far as we've been having some issues with tackling. We've been having some issues with getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, last week Keaton Slovis's jersey was pretty uh, pretty unscathed. I think we sacked him one time, like towards the very end of the game. And uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, we're having some issues with um, you know just getting open, getting separation uh, for our wide receivers. And now that we have Malachi Thomas back, uh, you know, as our number one back, it would seem that him and Keyshawn King are going to be a pretty good one-two punch here. That's going to open up our game a lot. I also want you to look out for Daquan Wright. Uh, he's a he's a tight end freshman, uh, similar to your guys' freshman standout tight end that people are really excited about. And he got the ball a lot late in the game last week against Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, I think I think our programs are in a very similar place right now. You guys probably have a lot more talent than we do uh, on the field, but um, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's got to play four quarters and sixty minutes here. So, what we're gonna do okay. is do a little bit of uh, some over unders, some score predictions here sure. um, before I let you go, Danny. And uh, so, we're gonna pay pay some more bills, of course. Uh, this. This is uh, NFL-related. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. 
New customers could bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SOS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SOS only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so Danny Boy Kane, my guy Grant Watson, uh, one, of our, uh, one of our friends of the podcast, he always submits some over-unders every single sure. week. So I'm going to run through some of these with you, and I want, to give, I want you to give us a, uh, an over or an under. Okay? Sure. sure. All right, so Virginia Tech – Running back Malachi Thomas, rushing yards, 80, over or under? For us to win, it's got to, I got, we got to be under, got to be under. I mean, can't let him, can't let him run wild on the, on our, on our defense. So I'm going to go under on that. Danny is taking the under. I will take the under on that as well. I'm going to take the over in all purpose yards for Malachi Thomas. I think, you know, we, we could get 65 rushing yards out of him and, you know, another, 35 um, in the receiving game. But I think it will be a productive day for Malachi Thomas. Danny, uh, Grant Wells, starting quarterback for Virginia Tech, passing yards, 260, over or under? Well, we, what we did against Drake May last week, we, we, we Drake May, for the most part, I mean, in the second half, we, should, we pretty much took him away uh but i, I gotta say for, for miami to win this ball game it's gotta be we gotta be under on that yeah so miami is giving up 262.6 yards through the year per game so uh that would be below the average miami would need to have a above average day on defense grant wells would need to have a below average day um but danny i gotta i gotta take the uh the under there as well i think uh i think he is gonna have a uh under 260 passing yards on Saturday. And then um, Tyler Van Dyke, passing yards, 290, over or under? Got to go over. I mean, the reason I say that is because last week he, he, rushed, he passed for almost 500 against a, Carol, against a porous Carolina defense. Uh, but basically, I think, I think for us to win, I think we got another solid 300-yard passing game from Tyler Van Dyke. Our quarterback and everyone, everything on offense, everything's got to be clicking all cylinders in that game for us to win. And and I know Blacksburg, yes, I know Blacksburg's a lit down. I understand it's a sellout up there, but it's not the night game that you know we're used to. But still, that's a dangerous team up there. I'm gonna probably go the over on Van Dyke. Over on Van Dyke, two ninety. Okay, I'm gonna go under. We have Alan Tisdale back uh, in our linebacking core. Now, Danny, if you remember this, the 2019 game was the game that Hendon Hooker uh, essentially revived Virginia Tech in 2019 after getting stomped by Duke the previous week uh, on national television on Friday night. In that game, towards the end of the game, one of our one of our defensive players, you may have seen him standing in the end zone, uh, clearly projectile vomiting on the field at Hard wow. Rock Stadium. I don't know if you remember that. His name is Alan Tisdale, 
and he is back on Saturday after uh, mm. dealing with an eligibility issue. So mm. okay. you have been warned. You have been warned about Alan Tisdale. He's back. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to finish it up with a uh, with a score prediction here. Uh, Miami is a seven-point favorite as of now. I saw seven in some spaces. I saw seven and a half in others. Uh, Danny Boy Kane, what is your score prediction for Saturday? I, I guaranteed a win last week. Obviously, that didn't happen. I thought we would talk, but this I'm not guaranteeing a win this week. Let's put that issue to bed right now. I really think going up on the road, we have a three both teams are three game losing streak. I think we come out Miami comes out ready to play this ball game. And I think we have a solid game from Van Dyke and the offense and the defense I think gets two takeaways. I'm going to go Miami 31 Virginia Tech 17. Okay, you heard it here. Miami 31, Virginia Tech 17. Danny, I'm going to challenge you to a wager here. Okay. Now, you're, get, you're getting uh, – you're, you're favored by seven points. Sure. You're taking Miami to cover seven. Now, how about a friendly wager that if Virginia Tech wins on Saturday, you have to change your Twitter header to a Virginia Tech picture that we will send over to you. Uh, you okay, know, fair enough. Bird, it could be Lane Stadium. You know, we'll have that. Or maybe maybe your profile picture. What about your profile picture? You, that's fa- that's fair. I, I, okay. I'm fair. I'm fair. I'm fair with that. Okay. And we'll, we'll do it for, um, for one week okay. if Virginia Tech wins. If Miami wins, we'll change our profile picture. We'll change it for three days. We'll change it for sure. three days. You know, because you guys are are, uh, are favored by seven points. What do you think about that? Sure, fair enough. Sounds right. Okay, all right. We'll uh, we'll shake on it over here. But other than that, Danny, we're uh, we're pretty much wrapped up now. I want to give you an opportunity for two things. One, do you have any hot takes? Do you have any takes that you want to throw out there to Hokie Nation about your Miami team, about your Miami Hurricanes, or uh, you know any any message that you want to put out there? I just look. Let's hope for a solid ball game. I mean, it's going to be a good atmosphere up there. Uh, this is all not this, an enter Sandman. I mean, I enjoy listening to that. Of course, you know, Mariano Rivera, I mean, with the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees played Virginia Tech a couple years ago there. Enter Mariano Rivera, of course, great, great pitcher with legendary Hall of Fame pitcher with the New York Yankees. I enjoy listening to enter Sandman. That's just quite an atmosphere. Uh, but at night, it's even more so. But, you know, that's going to that's gonna be the shame of not having this game after Saturday not getting to hear Enter Sandman in that building. I mean, that's quite an experience. It sure is. We're looking forward to it on Saturday. And then our last thing here, Danny, it's called Sharky Shoutouts, our favorite place to go in Blacksburg for a bite to eat or for a drink. If you ever come to Blacksburg, Danny, after you know we get our uh, alignment settled and we get to play Miami again, we'll have to take you out at Sharky's. But, okay. Um, we want to give you the opportunity to shout out anything you got going on, whether, you know, it's, it's the Miami, the Miami fan base, anything Miami related, you know, um, any one of your relatives, whatever you want to plug right now, this is your opportunity. Okay. To give you I will. I am interviewing, as you know, Mike Burnop tomorrow. I couldn't get Bill Roth tonight, unfortunately. I mean, his, his schedule was pretty busy, so I could not get him. I tried to get him. 
get him on my podcast uh, tomorrow, but he, I know he's tied up tomorrow and Friday, obviously. I will interview Mike Burnop. I'm sure you know who he is. He is the color analyst, if I'm not mistaken, for Virginia Tech. And I'll be interviewing him for my podcast. Uh, it'll be recording at 9 a.m. Eastern tomorrow morning. I drop My podcast usually drop Friday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern over on my Anchor podcast channel, Miami Hurricanes Talk with Danny. And I drop a post-game podcast on Sundays after each game. But since this week I have family coming in town from New Jersey, I will probably drop the Virginia Tech post-game podcast Saturday night. So, so I just wanted you guys to get a heads up on that. So that's what I do. Uh, so look forward to Mike Burnop uh, podcast drop on Friday. And if you want to join me on Zoom tomorrow, I'll send a link. It'll be at, it'll, it'll air. It'll come on at nine a.m. in the morning. And if you want to ask questions of Mike Burnop, you're more than welcome to come on. I will send you. I will send you the link for the Zoom page just before we start, and it'll be about thirty minutes, roughly. Fantastic, Danny. I got I got two things for you from that. One, uh, Mike Burnup, you're gonna love him. He's awesome. He's been uh, doing color uh, analyst for uh, for tech for a very long time. Guy's been down to uh, Coral Gables and Hard Rock and the Orange Bowl, uh, and he will be able to give you a wealth of information. He's a ton of fun. You got to ask him about his favorite eats. Uh, okay, on I'll, I'll have to look at Miami. that. Yeah, to, ask him about ask what him he likes that. to eat. And then number two. Gotta say, we uh, two of the three uh, hosts on Sons of Saturday. We're Jersey guys as well. I don't know if you're a Jersey guy, but where where is the family coming down from? Uh, coming it. down from Jersey, from Central Jersey, Central Central Jersey. There you, you call it uh, Taylor Ham or pork roll? Sorry about that. Uh, I'm not things up there. Yeah, we just lost. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. You're back. All right. Can you hear me now? All right. Good. Good. Go ahead. Sorry about that, now. ladies and gentlemen. I was saying. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. You know, you're a Jersey Jersey uh, Taylor Ham or pork roll. I don't know. I got. If I had to say anything, I would say more like a Taylor Ham. There we go. There we go. Love it. Love it. Danny, well, uh, this has been a ton of fun, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun with this. And uh, looking forward to listening to you and Mike Burnup. Looking forward to hearing your uh, your post-game podcast. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see who who is on the winning end of this bet or the losing end of this bet. And uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> Yeah, good, good, good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know what you're thinking. 